0: And we're live. Yay. Yay. Hey.
1: John, can you explain to Paul and I what a hate raid is?
2: Wait, you actually don't know what that is?
1: No. Does it involve bots? Yeah. That's all we knew.
2: Okay. So it's when you raid someone, usually a minority or person of color or LGBT uh, group and you say the n-word, the f-word, basically, etc. word. But you get around word filters, and you send a large number of bots after them.
1: So okay, so it's not a...
2: Completely destroy their stream. So
1: it's not a group of people going into the stream, like a typical <coughs> it's raid. A
2: group. It's a group of people sending bots. Okay. Got it. Okay. See,
1: I, that's where I was confused. I thought it was a group of yeah. people, like a typical raid? But when Paul mentioned so imagine bots, about was like,
2: imagine oh, no, five is... people sending 500 bots, basically, right. all spamming okay. some derogatory word in chat.
1: See, we, we figured you would know. So I was going to I wanted to ask you.
2: It's true. Yeah, there's a there's going to be like people are going to stay off of Twitch on Wednesday and in protest and I'm going to be joining in on that. So. OK,
1: yeah, actually, I did. I think I saw a headline
2: about that. Cool.
1: Bonus day off for you, I guess.
2: Well, I, it's not for a good reason. <laughs> no, I'm, rather, I'd well, rather it I rather mean, was not anything we ever had to worry about on the site.
1: The message is good, though, that you're trying to send. Uh, yeah. But yes, no, it, the the circumstances could definitely be better. That's for sure. But what's new with you guys?
2: Mm, Nothing. Not all that much. Really, just work as per usual.
1: Um. Paul what do you think of what if?
0: Uh I liked it because it was fun watching characters I love get murked. <laughs> it was a good time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was fun kind of just seeing all of the like references back. Uh I thought specifically the Hulk section was interesting yeah. because that's yeah. the um Oh, now I'm blanking on the names. What's um what's the actor Edward norton that's the edward norton hulk where all that hmm. stuff happened but they put um ruffalo ruffalo, ruffalo in, there. in there for all of yeah. his parts uh which i just thought was just kind of a funny little thing
0: also yeah, the way they like
1: took out the hulk was pretty messed up
0: it's pretty funny yeah yeah i was kind of wondering how that was going to work but they found a way yeah
1: uh, no, yeah. it was a cool episode. and I also liked that it wasn't just another. Well, what if this character was this yeah. one instead? Which is what the first two were. Um, so totally. I'm they're, yeah, uh, they're changing that stuff around.
0: A whole sure. different idea. <laughs> right. Kind of right. like a weird ending. But I mean, that's to be expected <laughs> with what happens. So,
1: yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, no, it was good. I'm enjoying. Uh, I'm enjoying that for sure. I started this week. Fun. I started the Cowboy Bebop anime.
0: Um, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's one of the ready. best animes
1: ever made. Never seen it, but okay. I, it's real short. It's like 26 episodes.
2: Yeah, it's a yep. standard series. Um, it has a movie, too, which takes yeah. place like around episode 19 or something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, OK. Good to know. Is it your typical anime movie in which, like,
2: it sucks? <laughs> I mean, it's basically a longer episode of the show.
1: Okay, because I just feel like almost every time like a series gets like a movie, the movies suck when it comes to
2: anime. Um, as far as I'm aware I'm Knocking on Heaven's Door is pretty well liked.
1: Okay, well, I didn't know that about that at all, so that's good to know. I'll look up uh, how I can watch yeah, that one.
2: I, I haven't seen it, but like I also really like that show. That is a good show. It the is. soundtrack is phenomenal.
1: The soundtrack yep. is great, and I ble- <clears throat> so we're doing this to get ready for the live action one this fall um okay which if i remember correctly i think they got the composer back for the netflix show
2: oh did they did they get yoko kano that'd be amazing if they did
1: i thought i remembered that they did it or at least they got a song or something but i thought uh, a song i thought they were involved to some capacity um cool but yeah so i've seen i've I've seen the first episode cool nice and uh my (laughs) light just went out that was weird yeah i just noticed that (laughs) Why did that happen? It's not like it's not a power thing. Oh, I think my light just died. That's weird. I got to buy hmm. new light.
2: You didn't need to see anything anymore, right?
1: Yeah. I'm going to quickly try and fix that.
2: All right. So how's your day going?
0: Paul? <laughs> I'm tired. It's fine. Today was fine. It is weird seeing his room from the different angle there.
2: I know. It keeps throwing me off, too, because I'm so used to seeing those posters there.
0: Yeah. Oh, he got it working. Hurrah. Good job. You fixed it. I did fix it. The
1: The plug is real hot, though, so I put <laughs> it into, like, a stronger USB thing. Um, hopefully that's a bad thing to do although it's like way brighter now (laughs) this is gonna be great for the the audio listeners for sure yeah okay what are we talking about top down perspective for (laughs) august 26th i'm sean booker paul fleck john wheeler this Saturday, I get to blow my nose for the first time in six weeks.
2: And oh, nice. extremely, I'm
1: extremely excited to be able to do that. So that's my life. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Paul, your numbers, your Final Fantasy number is bigger. So uh, what have you been playing?
0: Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 14. I'm done with Realm Reborn completely. I'm in heaven'sward Uh That ending. Ooh, so it's
2: going to start getting interesting for you now.
0: That ending infuriated me. I'm ready to kill some NPCs. Fucking backstabbing pieces of shit. Uh, yeah, that's a that story popped off, and I am now doing the content that everyone says is the best stuff in that game. Still, even so, I'm excited to see that. That was basically just the update. Is that I'm past <coughs> the early game stuff, the base game stuff now. Um, so you excited. Yeah, I mean, I've been poking away at it between other games because there's so much to play right now that every now and then I'm just like, I don't want to make the decision on what other game to start. So I'm just going to play this for like a few quests or get some more of this story for tonight. So that's kind of what that has been. Um, One of the things that did come out that I forgot is War for Wakanda from Marvel's Avengers. That DLC came out. Uh, I think I'm okay. one of the few people that was actually looking forward to it, and even I forgot it was coming out. So I played through that. Is that free? And it is. Yeah, all their DLC is free. Okay. Well, I mean,
1: yeah. maybe I'll look. Well, based on what you say, maybe I'll look into it.
0: Yeah. Um, I remember reading a few places saying that DLC is eight hours long, and that is a complete lie, unless you actually like doing the grindy part of when the story stops you just play the same mission 20 times. Then it's 8 hours long. Uh the mission the main story mission itself is 3, like 3 hours long. Uh the story's kind of boring. It doesn't introduce two new bad guys. Uh Ulysses Claw and uh oh my god, Crossbones is the other guy. Um okay. So two dudes, one with a gun and the other with like I don't know, an energy cannon or something in this. Yeah. Uh, Wakanda in this game is fucking gorgeous. Playing as Black Panther is awesome. Uh, It's too bad that that game still sucks, though. (laughs) So
1: so is this worth me downloading that game again?
2: Um, sounds like a no to me.
0: If you... So here's the thing is that I know like we both have so much to play. So no. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is a three hour just like easy burn through and then you can play Black Panther and he's pretty cool. Uh The voice acting is OK, except that the accent isn't fully there. So sure. it's bad in some spots. Um. The other Wakandans, though, whoever they got voice acting, them, they all did pretty fantastic. So that was cool. Yeah, I don't know. I know, like, if you like Marvel stuff, like, why not, right? It's free, but the time is kind of the thing that you're spending, uh, which could be spent elsewhere. It's totally fine. The problem is, is that you have to play that game again. And that game is just in general kind of boring, like one of the missions. One of the missions is the same old you have three points that are being attacked that you have to move between to like fight all the enemy. Just boring shit like that. Okay,
1: yeah, I think you're not selling me on this. So,
0: yeah, they did add a couple environmental puzzle things where you have to like move to an area quickly and then hit a button or like do a little puzzle or something to open up an area but there's only two spots where they do that, and they're super easy. So it's kind of like, hey, we started doing something a little bit different in our game, but we only did it for like five minutes, and then the rest of the three hours is the same old beat up <coughs> stuff where and it's just janky too. There's so many cutscenes where Iron Man had two face plates, one on his head and one on his face. Like just shit like that where it do- it's like seems it was open like, and it was closed. It was yeah. it's like closed and like it looks like a visor or something because it was also on top of it. I mean, I head. could see
1: that being a pretty funny joke if he if it was <laughs> if he opened it up and
0: then another another mask. If it yeah, it's super not intentional though. Okay. <laughs> uh just like weird hiccups here and there because that game just kind of runs poorly, just in general in some spots. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer because that gate that Wakanda, they're like art uh, their environmental art and stuff like that is absolutely gorgeous and it's super cool, but it is hindered by the fact that you have to play that game. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I wish this character and that setting were had a better story in something that was just better playing, but it isn't. But it's also free, so... You could spend some time in that. I guess that's all I've really been doing, though. You think? This week. Do you
1: think they turn it around? Like, does it get a Ubisoft Siege turnaround? Because I feel like they need it to, because it was such a big game for them.
0: I think a lot of the problems I have are deep rooted in just what that game is. Like, it's just a janky mess that's kind of uninteresting. So they can keep adding cool shit to it, and I'll probably keep coming back to it to see that like two to three hour edition that they did but there's no <clears> way i'm going to be doing like a 20 hour grind session because they for end game to get a number higher or anything like that sure yeah uh that's all i've been playing all right
1: john john to talk to us about old final fantasy games
2: sure well to be fair is pretty old too
1: and the part i played 14 is like gets new content like every old. month it seems
0: like
2: yeah, but he's like, how many years back at this point? You just finished the original game. You've only gotten to the first expansion.
0: Yeah, that I bought back in 2014. I found yeah.
2: out this week.
0: That's isn't that that's still newer than 10 though.
2: That is still newer than 10. Yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing through Final Fantasy 10. I got to do it for normal boots. Uh, I'm 60 percent through the game. 65. I'm at the okay. Lands, If anyone knows that game.
1: Okay. I don't remember Uh, enough specifics. Have you met Lulu? Yes.
2: (laughs) You were right the first time Lulu.
1: Lulu. You meet her quite early. Okay. She has a lot of belts.
2: Yeah, has a lot of belts.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you going to play 10-2 after this?
2: Uh, I don't have to play that for work, but I will admit I'm morbidly curious. Okay, that
1: one I did not play anywhere near as much as 10. So, I know very I know okay. a lot less about it.
2: Yeah, so far it's good. I'm enjoying it. I just want to see how it ends at this point. I sort of yeah. know how it ends, but like there's a bunch of stuff in between I wasn't aware of that I'm curious about.
0: Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm other than I don't want to say too much cuz I'm actually kind of surprised that you don't know the story of that game.
2: Have no, you I, met I know- Seymour? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Numerous times.
0: Yeah. Okay. Has the wedding happened? Yes.
2: Okay. I I I have a better idea of where you are. Does he have blue hair?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think I know what he looks like. I could not tell you how he fits into any of that story. I I
0: mean, it's
2: pretty obvious. We've done done five of the six temples, if that helps any. Uh, Yeah. Okay. We were arrested. A bunch of stuff happened there.
1: Honestly, the only thing I can remember about that game, I'll keep it vague, is the is the twist with Auron.
2: That is it. Oh yeah, that's that's spoiled in a sure. couple different places, so I knew that going in.
1: Okay, sure, that, that yeah. is like the only thing. I think, I think Kingdom Hearts 2
2: game. or 3 is just like, here's what happened in Final Fantasy X. <laughs> it, isn't that
1: isn't that always super annoying when something like so inferior just like spoils the story of something so much better? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how dare you? You don't even you don't even have the right. You don't even go here.
2: It's really weird. Well, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm curious to see how it ends. Like the, the like I know enough pieces of it. I just don't yeah. know how they fit together. Like I know like, okay, this is who the big bad is, this is what the final boss fight's gonna be. I know what the storyline ha- has to happen about the final Aeon and all that. I just don't know where everything interlocks at this point.
0: You're going to go for all the Aeon summons and stuff before you end, right? Or no?
2: I don't know about that. I hate the Aeon system, honestly. I've barely used it.
0: Okay. I really like getting some of those, like, optional Aeons at the end of the game.
2: Uh, Yeah. Reese is like, you should go do the shadow fights, but, like, you're going to have to get really powered up for them. I'm just like,
3: eh. Mm.
0: You're like I got I, 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 I have, have to, a
1: life. I have to I have to finish
2: this by the fifth. So,
0: oh okay. Yeah, you should probably just hightail it through the story. Then yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: otherwise, that's all i been playing.
1: Right on. Um, I've been playing uh, Psychonauts two. Uh,
2: I'm okay. a little surprised
1: neither of you are. You guys not Psychonauts
0: fans?
2: I have to play through Final Fantasy ten before the fifth.
0: Uh, I like Psychonauts. Couldn't care less about Psychonauts Two currently. There's more important things on my list. Okay,
1: I've never played Psychonauts, but it's always it was oh. like. Oh, had been installed on like every Xbox <laughs> I've had, just waiting, <laughs> waiting for games to stop coming out, and then I'll yeah, uh-huh. I'll play I'll play through this game. Uh, sure, that didn't happen. <clears throat> but I kind of had a, yeah, a suspicion like. This game is it's been so long since Psychonauts one and nobody played Rhombus of Ruin. I bet they have a pretty like lengthy let's catch you up on everything that happened. Um, And they do. Sure. It takes place like immediately after Rhombus of Ruin, which I also think takes place immediately after Psychonauts one. But they catch up for the most part and it's kind of a whole different thing. So you don't like I don't feel like I'm missing out on too much. Um, Psychonauts two is really good. Uh, it's, cool. it's pretty nice to see. Um, I feel like it's like a good, like a feel good thing with, you know, Double Fine getting purchased by Microsoft. There was kind of an interview with Tim Schafer floating around where he was saying, uh, you know, around the time that they got purchased, they were at the point where they were having to start thinking about cutting content from Psychonauts two, And then when they got bought, uh, that didn't have to happen, which is great to see. Cause there's like a ton of like really unique content in here. Um, Not only from just, like, other games, but, like, within it as well. It is definitely doing the, like, kind of Mario-esque, like, oh, we are in a completely different world where everything is different now. And it's cool, and it's got, you know, your typical double Fine weirdness. I really love just the weird shit you see and you have to kind of go through and whatnot. The whole first level is all dentist and teeth-themed, so you're, like, running through people's mouths and jumping on giant teeth and that's that's pretty cool and whatnot and you know everything kind of has a face so you're like finding collectibles and they got a weird face it is definitely like this is a double fine ass game um and it's really good like all the different powers are pretty are pretty fun they're pretty like unique they can all be used like it's primarily you know like a polygonal platformer but then they also have a use case in the combat as well. And that's pretty varied and there's skill trees for each of the powers. So you have, you know, you have like your pyro uh, ability. You can like, uh, throw things, but then you also have like a typical ability of like, it's kind of like a grappling hook when you're, um, when you're platforming around but you're you're grappling between thought concepts and if you connect them together you'll get like a fun like piece of VO so <clears throat> for example you could you can connect like it was socks with sandals with like joy and you'll get a fun VO of the person being like man i loved it when my professor would come to class wearing his socks with sandals but if you connect <laughs> socks with sandals with like stress the person will be like I think I'm going to snap if my husband wears his socks with sandals one more time again.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: So you can kind of connect things around and that that's fun to do. And then in combat, that ability allows you to like pull enemies closer to you to for your <clears> combo <throat> and stuff. Um, so it, it's kind of fun how they're doing different things with it. Uh, and what's really great is like, there's a ton of story in here. Like every time I do like a, you know, two minute long fight, then I'm treated to like 20 minutes of platforming around, Completely unique environments along with just like a a larger scale story going on because you're going in people's heads. So not only are you kind of getting what's going on inside, but stuff's happening kind of outside and that's changing stuff and whatnot. And it's just really cool to see. It's like really polished, which is really nice to see. I haven't come across like any bugs or anything weird going on. And that's great to see, too. It's just like a really like solid game. And I think that's I think it says a lot for something that has been like so long in in the oven. Right. Like it's I almost felt like this thing was bound to fail.
0: Yeah, I kind of thought the same thing, actually.
1: I'm surprised
0: how
2: well it's been reviewing.
1: Yeah, it's reviewing crazy good. Um, And like you, you look at Double Fine and they typically do smaller like shorter things, and then they're saying, "Hey, we're coming out with another big title again." I'm like the last big title they did was like what, Brutal Legend?
2: Maybe was I think it? then they started doing stuff like Costume Quest.
1: Yeah, they they've been doing small kind of you know like arcade style things for a long time now. Like. The last one that comes to mind for me is like Brutal Legend, which didn't do great for them. So it was it was kind of seeming like almost like another gamble they were trying to do. And I'm glad to see that it is like that that is reviewing so well. And that's great for them. And then, you know, it's on Game Pass, obviously. So that's pretty great. Um, It is on other platforms as well. I from what I understand, it's on PlayStation 4. There is not a PS5 version. And (laughs) I bet that was because in the in the original, because I think this was also a fig game. And I'm assuming in the original crowdfund, they had said PS4. And then when Microsoft came in, they're like, you don't need to do a PS5 version, (laughs) but you can do the PS4 one that you already said you would do. Uh, I bet there was something Mm -hmm. there for them. So, Um, yeah, it's just like it is just a real feel good moment. It's a it's a really fun game. It's a really polished game. And then Double Fine is just like, man, I'm so glad you guys are going to be around. And then you got such a win off this because that makes me feel good because I don't I don't want to i don't want them to go away and that's great
0: so this is w- uh definitely their first big game since brutal legend yeah, it, yeah like the closest other thing is broken age and that's not nearly as big so sure no. yeah yeah so
1: Neat. good for them i'm super yeah. curious what the version of this would have been without microsoft coming in to help yeah uh and there's no way I'll ever like see what that is. But I, w- I would just love like a parallel just to look into like a parallel universe and be like, well, what was the review scores? How, you know, how much how much did you cut? What did this end up being like? So. It's great to see. Definitely recommend it. Um, and again, you don't need to play the other two uh, Psychonauts games. It, it, this is totally fine as it is. <laughs> cool. Um, I played through 12 minutes. Uh, Paul yeah. touched on this briefly last week. I think I that game some interesting things. Yeah, that game's concept is super cool. And as you learn more yeah. about the story and how they executed it. I ended up being thumbs down on 12 minutes.
3: Yeah, that's e- what I've been.
1: Hearing.
0: Yeah, that the problem with 12 minutes is at some point you don't want to play it anymore.
1: <laughs> it's 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 such a strange thing and I'm not going to get into spoilers. Uh, so don't yeah. don't worry about that. But like. They're the way you have to, like, execute on things the way it's it's structured ruins yeah. the pacing of that game. And then I also think the story is just really bad. <laughs> I think I think the twists are like super yeah. lame and they're not earned. And this game gets far darker than it needs to for like no reason. Oh, I found that po- those things hilarious. It gets super dark in weird ways i i think it's just it is uncomfortably dark there's and there's no reason for it and it's like why why is this even in here like it so it's a typical point and click adventure game and they give you all these tools and you can like you know you know you, you put this knife on this thing and it, something will happen they even explain if you it, you that you can combine items and do stuff you know classic adventure game thing i think you only yeah. combine two items ever yeah it's like why is this I even so in here too. why did you why are you like giving me a tutorial step to be like you can combine items you do it once with two items that's you never do it again true on top of that there there's not even like a bunch of like branching paths of like oh it can I, is something weird gonna happen if i like put this thing over here no nothing not, you can only use stuff on very specific things to make their very specific story happen. Like it's, it's kind of odd that there isn't like just some like weird dead ends you can get to and whatnot. Um, which yeah, yeah, it is. It is such a weird game. I, and I'm very curious. Cause like giant bomb had a quick look EX of this game like f- six years ago. And, it, and for those who don't know quick look EX is, is they, they look at the game and the developers there as well, showing it off. And I am very I'm very confused what took six years with this game, because this game doesn't seem like monstrously big in any way. Like I'm I'm I would love to know kind of what why this game took so long, like what was the difficulties with this game. Cause like I said, there isn't tons of narrative branching points and stuff like that, and I don't know. It's uh but anyways, like I don't think that game is very good. I think it's It's a really solid like first two hours. That's that's real cool when you're poking and prodding and kind of learning some stuff. But once you kind of have to like really sit down and like deal with that game, I think it totally ruins its welcome.
0: There's a specific part where my feelings of that game did a 180. Uh, Obviously, I can't talk about it, but it's at the very not very end, but in the latter half. For sure, there's a point where I was just sick of playing <clears throat> that game.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's on Game Pass, so, you know, you can check it out. I, I think you should kind of check it out because, like I said, I think the first two hours are cool. Um, but, you know, just kind of go in with I think most people will get disappointed after those first two hours. Uh, Paul and I are thinking about doing like a, a spoiler cast so we can get into depth about it. So, uh, you know, look forward to that in the in the coming days. John, if you do have any interest, you're welcome to join
2: I mean, I would have, but I kept hearing so much negative about it when it came out. I'm like, uh, I'll skip.
1: Yeah i i, I would have, I would have been surprised if you played this game anyway. Um, but just you
2: know, the idea I like the like the original trailer. The idea seemed really cool, and then yeah,
1: like I said, it kind of fell apart. Really cool concept. Love the concept. The execution is, I think, is so bad. <laughs> so, um. Okay, and then apart from that, I played through a game called Double Kick Heroes. uh, Which I didn't know anything about, but Game Pass was like, hey, this is leaving soon. And I was like, oh, what's this game? How long is this? Oh, three hours? I can play through that. This is a rhythm game where you play a metal band during the zombie apocalypse. And you That's and your you metal band are on a, a car at each stage. You're, you're on your car outrunning zombie and monster hordes. And then along the bottom is a note chart. Very similar to like guitar hero or rock band. And you just need to tap the face buttons of the controller as they come across so that your like. Kick pedal or your cymbals will shoot out an energy blast attacking the hordes coming at you. That's basically the premise of it. Um it's super wacky. There's tons of references to like metal culture and like heavy rock. Like you come across um like Marilyn Manson's in there. Uh they they change the name a little bit. Um Guars in there. Uh Ozzy Osbourne. There's tons of uh, of references and whatnot. All the music is like metal and they like to put um uh silly genres tied to them so you'll get your like oh this is this is a death metal song this is a beach metal song um (laughs) uh one's like there's like hell metal (laughs) and and so they have all these really silly names for what the genre is which is fun because i think they're already just in real life is some weird names for different metal genres oh baby metals in there um and that's fun because they even made like some uh, pixel sprites of some of like the costumes you'll see that Baby Metal uses. Um, nice. So like it's kind of cool because you don't typically see this music in video games. Um, so that part's fun, and it, you know it's fairly easy. I was playing through it on easy because once you get to medium, it's it starts getting hard real fast. Like. Easy, you just need to hit basically A and B um, to hit the note charts because you have to attack top and bottom. A being the lower track, B being the top track. As soon as you get to medium, they introduce the right bumper or R1, and that gets really hard to be doing all three of those at once. Every additional difficulty, they add another button. I just d- I don't know how you'd be able to do it. And then there's an option. So while you're playing, um, some of the enemies will like shoot at you and it's by default it's set to auto steer, so the car will move out of the way of that kind of stuff. And the only way you'll take damage is if you're not um, getting a high enough combo, which means you're not getting a, like a strong enough gun to slow the wh- horde down. So the horde reaches you, you'll do, you'll do, you'll you'll take a hit of damage basically. You can turn off the auto steering so that not only are you having to track the note chart, you know have to dodge the attacks. And the game does try to help out a bit by like giving you directions to move your car on the note track. But I couldn't even imagine attempting that. Um, I barely beat the game on easy uh, as it was. Um, My one complaint with this game is you're so focused on the note chart. You don't get to see all the like cool like monster animation and designs they came up with. And there's fun stuff like. There's a Dracula in there and, you know, he like he's riding on a fla- flaming stagecoach, and the horses are on fire and they're chasing you and stuff. And like some real cool visuals, you'd like never get to focus on them because you're so focused on hitting these notes of the right order. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, I don't know how you would fix that, though. But anyway, that's Double Kick Heroes. I think it is still on Game Pass for a couple more days. So if that sounds up your alley and you have Game Pass. Do it. Otherwise, maybe just look into it. Um I think it's a pretty silly and and kind of fun, fun ride. Cool. And uh, that's all I played. Let's do some of this news.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to catch up a little bit in it.
1: A lot of stuff happened this week um, and some and some fun stuff. So Uh, if people don't know, it was Gamescom this week on the Internet. I don't believe there was like an in-person event for obvious reasons. Um, But uh, Microsoft kind of started
2: their past West two weeks.
1: Is PAX West still on?
2: As far as I'm aware of, they put out the schedule today, I believe.
1: Oh my god! Hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, I know. I know.
1: Well, we'll see. Um, all right, Xbox kind of did a live stream, and but kind of, I mean, they did a live stream on Monday, with their like, here's what we're showing for the Gamescom time period, I guess. Uh, This stream, I don't think was that exciting. Okay, There wasn't a lot of new game announcements. It was kind of just updates. Their biggest one is they showed off a whole bunch of Forza Horizon 5. That game looks great. Like, I can't wait to play that. It looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. You're racing planes again and stuff. Uh, Mexico looks like a cool environment. That's on Game Pass, so I can't. That'll be awesome this November. Uh, They also put out like a special Forza Horizon Five uh, controller color that I actually think looks pretty cool. It's like all yellow. See through one. Yeah, I actually kind of wish it wasn't see through, but that's fine. But yeah, it's like it's like neon yellow with like blue and pink accents, and like it looks like a paint splatter when I cross it. I think it's pretty cool.
3: Um.
1: uh, But other games they showed, they showed more of the gunk. I think gunk looks great, and I think Thunderful is a very cool publisher. Agreed. Crusader Kings Three is coming to Xbox. Which sure, I think it has the worst box art I've seen in a long time. It's just that dude's face and that's it. Um, Nice. So, yeah, Uh, they showed a real early game called Stray Blade. Uh, There's more State of Decay 2 coming. There's like a Borderlands crossover coming to Sea of Thieves. Great. Sea of Thieves. Yeah, you know, Sea of Thieves. Uh, Wasteland Three is getting uh, an expansion called Cult of the Holy Detonation.
0: Ooh, um, which, that sounds cool. Which that, that seems game. pretty
1: cool. I would look recommend looking at the trailer. Um, it looks like a bunch of like mutants and stuff that you're dealing with, and and it it, it sounds pretty cool. Hmm. They had a section about Age of Virus Four where they talked about how trebuchets work for four minutes.
3: <laughs> nice. real life trebuchets right.
1: not not gameplay yeah. not game footage they showed a real life trebuchet and talked about how how those worked
0: cool. nice
1: i get i i was i was pretty bored <laughs> um one of the highlights for me a game called into the pit i think that's worth checking out the uh the trailer for i'm getting definite like doom vibes if everything was kind of neon and glowing which i guess a lot Is of this stuff new
0: bloods that does this
1: into the Who's pit in I actually i don't know who it is into the pit,
0: and i'm trying to find out oh maybe it's humble weird this looks like a uh the new bloods they do a lot of this type of game like uh throwback old shooters um cool
1: yeah, and that's a Game Pass one as well, which is uh, definitely cool. They, they had a humble section. A bunch of humble games are coming to Game Pass. Uh, I'll just run down the list in case anyone knows these. Arkvale, Bushiden, Chinatown, Detective Agency. That one looks very cool. They showed Dodgeball Academia, which is already on Game Pass, but OK. Flynn, Son mm-hmm. of Crimson. That one also looked pretty cool. Midnight Fight Express. Another one that looks cool. Next Space Rebels, Signalis Unpacking. Uh, and unsighted
0: Wait, is Signalis out? I've been waiting for that game for like two years. I, I don't what? believe
1: any of these are currently out on Game
0: Pass except for Dodgeball okay. Academia. So, okay, so they're just coming. These are all coming, uh, yeah. that Midnight Fight Express looks cool. Midnight Fight Express
1: looks cool. Yeah. um Then they showed a bit of Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh, some some stuff coming to that. Dying Light 2 showed more of that, and that was pretty much it for the Xbox stream. Okay. Um, oh, there was, oh, sorry, one other thing that they did mention during the stream is that uh, Gamepad, uh, sorry, xCloud uh, is coming to consoles this holiday. Okay. For the Series X, the Series S, and the Xbox One which means you can use your Xbox 1 and through the cloud play Xbox Series X games.
2: Okay. Which
3: is,
1: which is pretty awesome. Like that's a that's an inc- that's a crazy deal. You go out and get yourself like a used Xbox 1 and a, and like a subscription to Game Pass Ultimate and now you go if you have the internet connection, you're playing Series X quality games. Like that's cool that's great
2: again assuming you have the internet connection but yeah no that is I you
1: don't need everything. like a crazy internet connection for for x cloud to work uh and they have numbers online you can look and like check stuff so you don't need anything ridiculous but yeah that is very that's a that's a cool selling feature and it also makes the series s like a much greater proposition for that entry-level console but uh, let's talk about opening that live so again more gamescom this is the Jeff Keeley stream. This thing was like three hours long. There was so many game trailers. It was it was ridiculous. Um, Paul, I know you watched some of it. Anything that you watched that you want to highlight before I keep talking? Um.
0: Not particularly. Oh, yeah. Call to the Lamb looks fucking great. Call to the yeah, Lamb look looks really cool. good. Yeah, I think that's the
1: Devolver one is my is that correct?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Call to the line was a good cool one. Um, all right. I'm just going to go through this article. It has everything in order. They showed King of Fighters 15. Uh, a game called nine to five, which is a three V three V three tactical shooter. It looked like siege. So this is pre show stuff, right? I didn't watch the pre show. This is pre show stuff. I, okay. I think if you're if you're gonna go back and watch the presentation, you have to watch the pre the pre show. I'm not there was no, there I'm was a ton that. of announcements in there as well. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not doing that. Uh Bus There's, Simulator 21. Hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um a game called Dolmen, which looked kind of cool. Sci fi uh horror ish. That sounds uh, familiar. Know, Got to, got to see more about that yeah actually i don't think these are in order now that i'm looking at this
0: because i'll tell I'm you on. i like i started the actual show started with saints row and then these look in order from there yeah i'm just seeing like, uh dream cycle here i thought
1: dream cycle was quite a bit later in this show but maybe i'm misremembering dream cycle as is a, is a uh, first person horror game coming Hmm. Um, one of the big things Saints Row reboot was announced and shown here. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just called Saints Row. It's coming this February, February twenty fifth, specifically. That uh, they had an actress from the game on stage. She she referred to it as a reboot. Um, they're bringing back like the gangs and stuff, and like turf warfare, and you have to take over the areas. I don't know. Are you guys excited for a new Saints Row? I think it's been eight years since the last one is what I heard. Nah.
2: I kind of really only got into it when it got super zany, and I like the superpower version, like, four, so I don't know if I'm going to be super sold on three.
0: I want to see more, like, actual gameplay. They showed a little chunk of random gameplay minutes, but, like, I'd I'd like to see the game a little bit more.
1: Do you guys remember um, Agents of Mayhem? Agents of Mayhem. yeah yep <laughs> the thing just came I and do. went the thing is yep. like on sale for two dollars like at all times it's pretty crazy <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm definitely interested in playing some more saints row i don't need it to be super powered stuff uh saints row three is probably my favorite one so if they kind of stick with that i think that's great but i also just loved i mean that was kind of zany as well with all the references and like weird yeah areas you ended up in you turned into a toilet and such um so I think that yeah, was kind of my like good middle ground. But we'll see. Um I think by the end of four, with kind of what you could do and where that story was going, a reboot is basically all you could do at this point. Because yeah. they were like time traveling and stuff.
2: Yeah, I think they said it's like new characters and everything.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, We saw the new Marvel XCOM like game that had been rumored for the last little while. Um, So this is coming from Firaxis and 2K. They showed no gameplay, um, but they did say it is a tactics based game that apparently shares no gameplay with XCOM. So it's so I'm curious how different it's going to be while still remaining in that genre. But I'm just kind of looking forward to it because a tactics Marvel game still
0: sounds really fun to me. Uh, I'm waiting for September 1st when they say that they're going to drop gameplay then I'll decide that that trailer showed nothing basically. Yeah, yeah it was just a
1: cinematic Um, it's called Marvel Midnight Suns.
0: yeah
1: uh, and uh, you play as like a brand new character not from the comics but you know Captain America's there Wolverine with his yellow suit was there Ghost Rider was there
2: yeah Blade. You got, you
1: got, was Blade there I think Blade's like a pre-order bonus or something if I
2: no, Blade One of Blade's costumes is a free order bonus. He's in there. Oh, okay.
1: Cool. Uh then they showed ten minutes of Call of Duty Vanguard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fine. You know, Call of Duty's the Back thing. to World still, War Two. Still
2: around. Yep. <laughs> Never gonna stop. Yeah.
1: Did you guys see? I think it was last week when Vanguard was announced and like the first trailer dropped, uh like officially, that Activision was not in the trailer the name.
0: Yeah, they're yeah. trying to do damage control. That'll kill yeah. that game instantly. Pretty, pretty <laughs> crazy. Yeah.
1: Um, We got a cinematic trailer for uh, kind of the first season of like a multiplayer, I think is what it was. Yeah, the first free to play for Halo Infinite. Yeah, uh, which it didn't show much gameplay, really, but it just kind of showed a character that will be like a big deal, I guess, narratively in the first season of the multiplayer. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know really what this was besides like a decent CG animation thing. Um, along with that, they
1: said, hey, you know, it's Halo's 20th anniversary. It's Xbox's 20th anniversary. So they announced a elite controller that is Halo branded for 20th anniversary, as well as a Halo Infinite Series X console. So there's a special color out there. I actually, things think it looks pretty good. Like the like the 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 power button is like gold, which I think looks real nice. Anyway, yeah. Call to the Lamb, new Devolver Digital. So you know, sign me up. That does look pretty great. Yep. Then they showed Midnight Fight Express, which looks like a I don't know top down beat 'em up. Yeah. Uh, they showed some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge, and they announced that April O'Neil is going to be in there. I just won that a, game a playable character. Yep. Uh, what's up? Super Monkey Ball. They showed more of that. Uh, there's a crossover with uh, Persona, a character coming over. This is over. where I
0: stopped watching from here on. Splitgate,
1: they announced season zero has begun. There's like a new map and stuff. Sure. Okay. Show some Riders Republic. Okay. I believe they also said that they're yeah. like extending the beta. Great. I don't even remember Century Age of Ashes. When what was this? How did I miss this? Oh my god. This looks like Lair. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You're like riding around on a dragon? I don't remember this being there at all. Want to
0: race and fly around on dragons? Century Age of Ashes will let you do that. (laughs) Finally. Thank God. Uh, They
1: showed Lego the Skywalker Saga, which Keeley was making like an oddly big deal about this Lego game. And I guess the last we the last time they showed it was a year ago at one of his presentations. And then it's just been quiet. So I mean, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks fine. I I guess this has been in development for a while, but this is this is all of them, I guess. So
2: I wonder how many higher quality than what it used it for the Lego game. So.
1: I wonder how many Lego Star Wars games there actually are. Like, how many times can you play like Star Wars one in Lego if that's the one that's in like every single one of them, right? And they just keep adding more movies on top of it. I don't know.
3: Hmm.
1: All right, synced off planet. I don't remember this game at all. There's robots trying to
0: figure out what this is. It's
1: a shooter. Shooter, this thing says you summon robots. This uh, this clearly my eyes
0: glazed over doing this. Yeah, I don't. This looks like a weird shooter version of Knack or something. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with Knack. No, what I mean is that everything about this game seems to be, hey, look, we can have a bunch of like voxels on screen. Like particle physics shit. and stuff. Yeah, that's like seems to be the only reason why you would play this. The Outlast
1: Trials is a uh, survival horror game coming up again. Uh all right, here I think this is game of the show, DOKEV. This is a trailer you guys need to watch is. when you have some time.
2: Do-K-V? Uh, yeah, DOKEV.
1: Yeah, D O K E V. One word. Is
0: this open world? There's like a kid like skateboarding. It's open world. I guess
1: at one point it was going to be an MMO. It is not an MMO anymore. I I believe that there are elements of Pokemon in this, but just like graphically, this thing looked stunning. It looked so
0: good. Uh, that Black kid Divided just turned Online into developers. a developers. Okay. That kid just turned into a supermodel or something. What the fuck is going on? There's a robot now. <laughs> All right. So uh, I definitely yeah
1: find some time watch the trailer again that's dokev i think that was game of the show as far as i'm concerned i am very excited for that
0: It looks neat i just don't understand what it is yet but i'll watch it
1: later uh they announced Jurassic World Evolution 2 is coming november 9th they showed more okay. far cry 6th. okay 6 um more another trailer for Jet the Far Shore i can't wait that's coming october 5th i feel like every trailer for that game just rocks Um, and this one showed like some narrative stuff going on. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay. They officially announced the, uh, uh, delay for horizon forbidden West and gave it a launch date of February 18th along with, uh, horizon zero dawn got an update to 60 frames per second that day. So that's live now, which is perfect in time for my replay of that game. Sure. Uh they showed no- New World again, the Amazon uh game that was bricking uh GPUs.
0: Yep, mm. for next month. There's uh, yeah, some mobile
1: games that I'm going to skip. There's a terrible looking Jumanji game coming. A Jumanji game? What? <laughs> Alright. Sure. Dead Mouse showed up on video to announce okay. Oberhosley. Which is a social hub within core. Have you guys heard of Core? No. Core has been described to me as Roblox for adults. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I guess Dead Mouse is making his own thing in there, and he was showing off, like, look, there's a racing game, and everyone's got Dead Mouse hats. Look, I totally there's a shooter in here. Core. Look, there's
0: a theme park. I've totally seen this logo before. I didn't know what it was, but okay.
1: I definitely kind of got the feeling that core is one of those things that like I've never heard about, but it's like quietly the biggest thing in the world. And there's like 8 million players.
3: One of those.
0: Yeah, that seems high, but it's probably way more popular than we know for sure. So, you know, over is
1: the place for dead mouse fans to hang out and play games in with it with the spirit of dead mouse around them great he also came up and he said hey i'm you know my stage name is dead five yes that's the way you're supposed to pronounce it and then he went Mm -hmm. forward and just referred to himself as dead mouse the whole time
2: Mm. weird i think he knew you could only win so many battles
1: yeah so yeah i don't know um they showed some actual gameplay for age of empires 4 Unlike okay. at the Microsoft show, which was odd. Oh, by the way, going back to Halo Infinite, they announced the release date, December 8th, which had been leaked mm-hmm. earlier that morning. I'm also surprised that Microsoft didn't keep that for their own stream.
0: Yeah, good point. But here we are uh, Age of Empires 4 looks really good. Hmm. Okay. Yep.
1: Game Pass PC, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh valheim just got an animated trailer for like a new expansion coming i actually thought the trailer looked like pretty good from an animation standpoint like give give me a netflix show give me an
0: give me eight episodes of that i'll watch that did they say what it actually does or is it just this trailer
1: (laughs) it was just the trailer didn't i don't think really had much to do with what's going on I think it was just, here's a cool Viking-related animation, and don't forget about Valheim. Oh, this
0: is a recipe for meat pie. (laughs) What?
2: I think he got the wrong search result.
0: Nope. I clicked on the link in that article because the developers of Valheim on their Twitter posted a recipe for meat pie. Okay. So I guess that's... Who doesn't like meat pie? That's what Valheim's doing.
1: Uh, let's see. Alloy from uh, or Aloy from Horizon is coming to Genshin Impact. Yeah. Sifu, uh, another kind of martial arts beat up game it is coming February 22nd. And then they showed yeah. a whole bunch of Death Stranding Director's Cut. But you can like race okay. other people's ghosts times now in that game if you set up like a race course. OK,
2: cool. Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Yeah,
1: uh, that's coming September twenty fourth. Okay, sure. There was a lot. It like I said, it was like three hours long. There was a ton of trailers in that thing. Um, so pretty fun live stream, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's talk about some non games Gamescom news. Uh, Netflix gaming. We talked about this uh, becoming a reality a few weeks ago. Uh, Today it went live in Poland. So uh, members in Poland, they can try Netflix uh, mobile games if they have an Android phone. There's two games at the moment. Stranger Things 1984 and Stranger Things 3. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Stranger Things 1984 is. I know three is the like pixel one that came out like a year or two ago. I haven't. What do you guys know? Stranger Things 1984. No idea. No. And every time I search for it, it just, uh, just mentions this kind of article. So I don't know, but there's two games in Poland now, so it's coming. Uh, and a little bit of extra news on that is that, uh, that's not, I clicked the wrong one. <laughs> oh my God. Twitter load faster. Uh, they mentioned there's going to be the games that do come to the Netflix gaming will have no ads, no in-app purchases. And obviously they're included with your Netflix membership. I'm very com- curious what that's going to mean. It makes me think like free to play games won't get added into here, which are very in app purchase focused. Um, At the moment, the games they've added are not free to play games. Those are like actual game games. Um, But yeah, I guess. What, What game do you want to be added to Netflix?
2: All of them okay yeah sure no I, I don't know man like i i'm so indifferent on the whole netflix gaming the gaming thing
0: yeah that i mean this sure this makes sense if it's mobile games like of course they were just going to do mobile games at least to start with
1: well i mean again i only really know stranger things 3 that's like that's a tip i wouldn't say it's a mobile game it's a it's an actual game but anyway is it uh, Yeah, that's one of the games leaving Game Pass at the moment. Uh, So
0: yeah, that was originally on Android phones like three years ago. Stranger Things 3 was on Android phones three years ago.
2: It was also on Switch and stuff like that. I think he's right.
0: Yeah, it's been out for a long time, but it was under a different name because it was under Stranger Things, just period. That was it. Okay, I'll have to take your word for it. It's a shitty mobile game. (laughs) is what I'm getting at. Uh,
1: going back to Halo Infinite, we did get some news, uh, during a dev update, uh, this month. Um, they basically said that their, uh, tech preview was a success and they're working on the issues. Uh, they've already worked out the first one year roadmap for post launch. Uh, and they've mentioned what's not going to be at launch. Specifically, no co-op campaign and no forge. Uh, which no co-op campaign is a big bummer for me because I would have loved to have played through that co-op and there's pretty much no way I'm going to play through this and then go back to it later in co-op. Right. And they said those will probably be getting added during season two. They said seasons are about three months, so it'll either be three months down the road or maybe six if they do like a season zero, like a lot of games typically do before launching like the first season with like a battle pass and such. Sure. Um, and and then Forge is planned for season three. So, yeah, I don't know. It feels like this thing's coming out hot
2: still. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. You guys looking
1: forward to him? Infinite.
2: I mean, I'll play it. Yeah, like chomping at the bit, if that makes sense.
0: I don't really have anybody I would play co-op with, so I couldn't care less about this info. I'll probably just play it solo.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, I do wish it was
0: there for other people, though. I know the co-op is a big reason. A lot of people play it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of one of the cool things. I hate like all of them are co-op. So,
0: yeah. Do
1: you guys remember Wild?
0: No, I was trying to read up on this.
1: Uh Wild uh was it Michelle Ancel? Yeah, Michelle Ancel, as you guys know, is Bianca Neville and Rayman mm-hmm. left Ubisoft was making a game called Wild, it had a big snake lady. Um it was shown the uh, Cinematic was shown off at E3, PlayStation picked it up uh, to publish it. Um he Michelle and got like reacquired the studio into ubisoft and i'm assuming Jeez. they put him to work on beyond good and evil a, a little while back michael left ubisoft and he's working at like a nature preserve now he's done game development wild that was announced in 2014 we hadn't been heard about it at all that game is officially i should say unofficially it is heavily rumored to have just been canceled at this point
0: I do remember this. I'm watching the trailer and I remember this lady stealing eggs from a bird nest. Holy okay. crap.
1: I just remember the big giant snake lady. That's all I remember. Sure.
0: Yeah, I haven't
1: thought about this game in a long time. Well, it's been seven years since anything
0: has happened with Wild. so Yeah, it makes sense. Wow. Weird. Uh, Here's kind of a cool thing. EA
1: announced this week that they are opening up um, their API for five accessibility related technology patents that they have, including Apex's like ping system. So now anyone, including their competitors, can use these, uh, which is just very cool to see. And I think that ping system should be in every single game.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, that's the most notable thing. Um, other stuff related to vision accessibility, including tech that detects and modifies colors, brightness, and contrast in the game to improve object visibility, uh, as used in Madden and FIFA franchises. Uh, another one to assist players with hearing issues. Yeah, this is cool. Good for them. Yeah, good for EA for sure.
1: Um, going from some good company news, to some bad company news, Activision. Hmm who you know is being sued.
0: Oh, is um, this about them destroying the evidence?
1: That's basically the kind of the headline was. here, is yeah. it came out that they are destroying... Let me let me get the actual quote from this article. Documents related to investigations and complaints were shredded by human resource personnel in violation yeah. of what it asserts is the game company's legal obligation to retain them pending the investigation. Right. All I'm saying is... When a company up. starts to shred evidence, they're usually not the good guys.
0: <laughs> sure. I mean, they're going to get in less trouble for shredding evidence than what that evidence would pin them for. So. But that's
2: stupid as fuck, man. I mean, that's no, insane. Paul has a point. Like,
0: they,
1: either, they, they take the burn of, what you shredded evidence? Because whatever was on that document would have done a lot
0: worse. Yeah, it's like, do you want to pay... or (laughs) $100,000,000 in penalties. You
1: know what's better than a million dollars? A billion dollars. Yeah, true. Yeah. Saw that in a movie. (laughs) Yep. Um, Also related to Activision Overwatch, they announced today they are going to change McCree's name. McCree was a... the, the character was named after a uh, one of the developers who is named is part of the lawsuit. Um, and so they're changing the name, which just seems weird. That game's like six years old to be changing a character's name for the right reasons, though. Um, but uh, yeah, the name I safe. think
0: I'm among a lot of people that didn't even figure that that's who McCree was named after. I bet most people didn't
1: know. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, why not if the namesake is a toxic person? It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, This one, I this one came from the Discord. I didn't know about this, and I was surprised more people weren't making a thing about it. They're remastering the first, the, the, those two Monster Rancher games. They are?
2: Yeah, they got announced. Well, so they're already out in Japan. They've been out in Japan oh. for a while, but they're coming to North America now.
3: Oh,
1: okay. Uh, Switch, Steam iPhone, iPad, iPod, iPod touch, which people really still announce games for the iPod <laughs> touch. OK,
2: apparently. Uh,
1: I don't know. Mentioning the iPod touch just screams of desperation to me. Like, just say mobile, yeah. just be cool about this and say mobile platforms. Or just iOS devices, I guess. Anyway, uh, coming yeah. the 12th of September uh one one box monster rancher one and two dx and there's a lengthy trailer if people want to see some old ps1 footage all right i got three news stories here these are the what the fuck section of the news stories (laughs) so i group them all together first off tim hortons is (laughs) teaming up with tencent esports to do a coffee store I think we touched on this a while back, but there's now some pictures of what this will look like. This is opening in Shenzhen, China. So sorry this is to you amazing. guys. There are four photos here that you need to look at of what the Tim's Cross Tencent stores look like. This <laughs> e-stores thing. Like, there's a whole section where there's two... Actually, Paul, why don't you paint us a word picture of what you're seeing in these photos?
0: Okay, let's, uh, let's start off with the first one. First of all, this looks like it's in, like... Either an airport or some business uh, building. It looks like an airport, but
1: I bet it's just a cool yeah. building in
0: Shenzhen. Yeah, like some business building or something like that. And uh, it honestly just kind of looks like a Tim Hortons, like a normal s- storefront or whatever. Uh, it Except says there's a Tim's- shit ton
1: of neon.
0: There's neon around it, yeah. And it says Tim's X Tencent and Esports in big letters uh, on the ground in front of it. And there's also a gamer penguin uh, to greet you as you go in the front doors. So yes, that's oh, yep. all glass, by the way. Uh, all glass doors and all glass, and stuff. all class, all class. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this looks like it is an area you can sit inside, and there are two tables that are set up like you would see at an esports event without computers, where I'm guessing you can sit in the gamer chairs provided. As part of your team, of which there's five per table, and uh, you can probably just enjoy your coffee while watching. Uh, is that Dota or League or I can't tell which Moba that is. I'm sure it changes. So okay, so here's the question:
1: Are these chairs open? Like, if you and four friends show up to a Tim Hortons and get yourself, a, you know, a dozen Timbits, you know, you get yourself oh. an egg sandwich. Can you all sit down and play against another group of five people? And like, hey. Let's have a two hour game of dota
0: just like plug in your laptop or whatever sit down or and put your laptop well
1: maybe, maybe they provide a computer who knows or do you think it's for you sit on like the stool area over on the left there and you watch, watch. two teams that the Tim Hortons is paying to sit here for eight hours a day play some dota mm. against each other
0: I definitely think it's probably an area you can reserve for like a team or something to practice or whatever
1: All right, this is the scenario I'm picturing. You know, you just ordered your food. You and your buddies fucking hyped, ready to drop some Dota on whatever other group of five shows up. So you're going over there. You're getting ready. You know what have it reserved. There's a dude just there doing his homework, but he wanted to sit in the gamer chair. And you have to like be, "Uh, excuse me, can you, you're, you're, can I sit in the gamer chair? I was going to play some video games in front of, in front of everyone. I booked it. I booked it for right now. My mom's shopping and she said I could play the esports in this coffee shop.
0: <laughs> the esports. sports uh, The next picture just looks like a merch area with uh, some like touchscreen monitors on as a table. It looks kind of like an announcer's table or something to call plays or something like that. Um, Yeah, it just looks like kind of a merch area and you get... An idea of the seating area, which seems pretty standard, honestly, like a bar uh, type setup where you can sit and have your coffee while looking out the front windows, or little tables uh, that seat up to three, by the looks of it. Uh, the next one is my favorite picture, and that is where you go up to order your coffee drinks with the giant word "coffee buff" above your head. <laughs> that's that's the best buff you can get. So yep i'm pretty stoked about that also, also the front I- doors are hockey yep. sticks yeah
1: i was gonna mention that
0: yeah because canada
1: just, just paying tribute to canada yep you know this thing is so canada themed it's like why isn't why isn't canada getting the first one
0: uh because our esports are fucking terrible i guess i don't know yeah would you go to one of these also oh for sure yeah if I'm like, <laughs> if I'm walking by and I see this thing, you cannot stop me from walking in and getting my coffee buff. And sitting down and watching like a whole game. Oh, I don't know about that. I would definitely get a coffee from there and take a picture in front of a sign or something. OK,
1: so you'll go there as a novelty, but you're not going to sit down buy buy a scarf or a mug.
0: I I, I mean, no, but I don't go into places to buy scarves and mugs generally, I guess.
1: What if? What if? Okay, one of the let's say one of these are in Calgary, and your favorite Overwatch League team is gonna come and play out of the Tim Hortons. Are you gonna go down the
0: street and watch? I would, yeah. Like if there was an event, I would totally go there and watch esports into Tim Hortons. That's the dumbest thing, you could do. (laughs) Why wouldn't you do that? (laughs) That really is like the dumbest (laughs) sentence. Hey, you want to go down to the Timmys, get a double double, and watch the whatever? Watch the San Watch Francisco
1: Shock or whatever it is, yeah. John. Where are you sitting on this man?
2: I think it's fine, honestly.
0: Yeah, fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's just dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's fast so, forward. Yeah, if, a few if, there's years, a, if there's any
2: brand, I don't think when I think esports, it's it's definitely Tim Hortons. So it's right. Pretty, it's even like this happening.
1: I mean. Fast forward a few years, John, you're going to be streaming out of a Tim Hortons as like a novelty <sighs> thing.
0: Why not? If it man? pays, that yep. would be dope. Honestly, yep. uh, what I hate though is that this tweet says uh, there are themed drinks, but of it's course. all in Chinese, so I can't read what the themed drinks are. I want to know like what the themed drinks are here that they serve here. Well, it's probably like a
1: I've, I don't know, like a Warcraft Macchiato. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, there it is.
1: <laughs> this is an Overwatch egg and baconer. I don't know.
0: <laughs> egg and baconer.
1: Anyway, so that's coming. Like that thing looks dumb as shit. Um continuing on with the weird news segment.
0: What is this?
1: celebrate the legacy of dr martin luther king jr in march through time a new experience in fortnite creative
2: what the fuck is this dude (laughs) yeah i was trying to figure that out today too
1: i just love that this article first line quote i have a dream all right thank you thanks playstation blog when is this happening uh
0: Wait, so this is just like you take your Fortnite character and you walk through a museum dedicated to Martin Luther King.
2: Yeah. Yes. It's, it's yeah. even being run by Time Magazine.
0: What did All you right. want it to be? What did you think it would be? I had no idea what this would
2: be. If it says you, Fortnite, I would assume playable Martin Luther King, which is kind of fucked up.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's a few ways you could have gone on that. You could have done a Martin Luther King Jr. skin, which, yes, fucked up. You could have done... Big giant Martin Luther King in the sky coming out of like a fucking techno portal. Also fucked up. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I guess. Sure. Why not? This, This is just weird.
0: Yeah. Hit the kids where they are, I guess. Get them interested in history.
1: Completing the Dr. King and civil rights movement challenges will unlock a DC 63 spray for your locker.
0: Those are words that I understand what they mean separately, but together make no sense to me. The experience will also
1: feature museum-inspired points of interest and quests you can complete with other players. These quests should bring an important reminder that relates to Dr. King's speech, We move forward when
0: we work together. Sure, man. Why not? Uh, you know, hey, uh, the the next war is
1: not going to be with bullets and on land. It's going to be in Fortnite and it's going to we're going to lose more lives than any of the world wars combined.
3: Yeah. True.
1: All right. Last this one, we, one. T- we touched on this when it was announced. There is now a trailer for the Frogger Peacock original game show.
2: I'm I'm sorry, what? <laughs>
1: Yeah, we, we again, we reported on this because it's our jobs when this was announced. John, would you do me a favor? Load up this trailer and, and bring bring it. us on a journey of what you're seeing here.
0: It's right. pretty it, obvious. They honestly. put a
2: coin in. It says it's Frogger time. Yeah. And it's it's just Wipeout. It's just yep. Wipeout. There yep. it is. That's Wipeout. It
3: yep.
1: It's a Peacock original. There's a big... Prize, I guess.
2: Hundred thousand dollars, what you just said.
1: You know, I have the, I haven't yeah. muted at the moment. Yeah, I did too. There's like eight bit looking frogs. You got to dodge the cars. There's like a water obstacle. As you People do, People bouncing off stuff. Yeah, you know, you know Frogger. You know all these things from Frogger. A big yeah. red X.
0: Literally who's fans. this for? Me, I guess. I don't know. Why like, is this unlisted?
2: The video's unlisted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great. A lot of a lot of uh companies will do that because they want you to watch it on their website as opposed to on uh, their YouTube uh, channel. Okay.
0: Yeah, makes sense. I don't know
1: who's exci- Who's getting excited about Frogger? and like and they're like oh I, oh I loved frogger back in the arcade yeah i'll watch a game show about that capture some let of those me memories sign up for
0: peacock specifically for frogger
1: anyways that's a reality it's coming next month september i think 9th it said i don't know i closed down the
0: yeah two uh, weeks from now so get ready it's coming
1: yep all right and um let's do some questions top at gmail.com is the email address where you can send a question in otherwise at TDP pockets on Twitter, the discord channel, or John's PO box. And this first one comes from Kevin who writes, what are the most ubiquitous platformers? I think Mario, Sonic, and Mega Man qualify. And I'm cu- curious what other games you think make this list. I mean, Mario is the answer. Mario is definitely number one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think Mega Man is a top three?
2: No. Top three, no, but it's definitely on there.
1: What would you replace Mm -hmm. Mega Man with?
2: Honestly, like Crash or Spyro.
0: Like a 3D platformer of some sort?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Crash or Spyro, and they just had re-releases recently, I could see that.
2: I mean, PS1, a lot of people grew up with that, so... Yeah, I'm just
1: thinking like currently Sonic, I guess, is just up there by default because he has a million games.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would put Donkey Kong over Mega Man.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I could do that simply because Mega Man has way more games.
0: Mm. That's true. Okay, Paul, you want to take this next one? Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm used to more than one question being in one thing. All right, Matthew writes in, if you were strapped to a treadmill and forced to jog at 10 miles slash 16 kilometers per hour until you collapse, how long do you think you would last? I can't get a picture in my head of how fast that is. So I looked it up. Uh, This is
2: my current shape, Mm -hmm. like, Five minutes.
1: <laughs> I'm going to guess you couldn't do five
0: minutes. Um, Like 16 kilometers per hour seems... Because, like, I'm thinking, our we have a uh, forklift at work that's maximum can go eight kilometers an hour. And that's, like, still pretty fast. Yeah, when was that's the last system. time you raced it? Well, I mean, I would never <laughs> race it for... <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I looked it up. Ten miles an yeah. hour is the equivalent of a six-minute mile. Um, mm. which I've never hit.
2: Then yeah, I definitely would not be able to.
1: Yeah. So if you you saying you could do it for five minutes, that means you could almost do I, a six-minute mile if you could hang on for another minute. I, I, and def- I, was like, I, I definitely
2: doubted. misunderstood the the speed. I feel at that point. So yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, maybe when I was like a teenager. But I didn't I wasn't like tracking myself with my time. But when I was like actually time myself, my best was like a seven minute mile.
0: 16 kilometers per hour is faster than I think the person who wrote this question thinks it is. I think I yeah, that it's kind of fast. I mean, but you'd still be able to do it for a bit. I bet I could do it for
1: like I bet I could hang on for two minutes. Before I
0: start slowing down to the point where it's like, I'm just going to get thrown off this thing. I got to jump off. Isn't that just running? Is that even a jog anymore at 16 kilometers an hour? You're oh, you're definitely probably running. Yeah, that's why I like that's why this question's a little weird to me, because I wonder if he actually means if you could like how long you could run that well, fast. I mean, you know, someone's jog might be someone else's
1: run. So I think it's, I don't think you
0: need to focus on the word jog. here. I guess so. Yeah. Uh maybe twenty to thirty seconds, probably consistently.
1: Okay. Do you have a do you have a time, John?
2: Probably about the same.
1: Right on. John, do you want to take this next one from Suku Suku?
2: Tsukasuki writes in and says, Oh, when I asked top-down perspective beat-em-up, I meant the camera, not the podcast. Do you know <laughs> any beat-em-ups in the top-down perspective instead of side-scrolling? Yeah, it's Marvel Ultimate Alliance.
0: Oh my god, I feel so
2: stupid. <laughs> that yeah, question. Marvel Ultimate <laughs> Alliance is like the big one, that whole franchise. <laughs>
1: okay. uh, that okay. We yeah. mentioned a couple of them, and they were shown off. Sifu looks like a top-down beat-em-up, along with uh, Midnight Fight Express. Also looks like a top-down beat-em-up, or isometric.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Uh, We all know entertainment games aren't the best at teaching kids, but that doesn't mean video games can't teach you stuff. Have you ever learned anything useful from video games, or maybe some obscure facts that would only come up in Jeopardy? You don't know Jack is usually full of weird shit like this, or like... um, Fibbage. Fibbage. has a lot of these, too. So trivia yeah. games like that, definitely. I can't remember any of them off the top of my head, but I just know that that's a thing.
0: Learned anything useful. I guess typing was a big thing. They uh, had us do, like, typing stuff and typing games growing up.
1: Yeah, I feel like I never did, it, like, a typing game, but I definitely did, like, typing software. mm. That, or That's how I learned to, like, type properly. Um, sure. I mean, yeah, there's probably, like, a fact I know because of a game, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I got pretty good at, like, drumming from rock band and definitely couldn't do much drumming before that. Lim independence. It's not really sure. factual,
2: but. And the third question we have here is Aladdin. SNES or Genesis?
0: SNES. Genesis one more. Oh. Split. Tiebreaker.
1: Uh, I'm going to say the animated movie. Yep. That's that's the one (laughs) I like. You did it. Dead in Sky writes, at some point, you'll finish the best video game you're ever going to play in your life by some metric of quantifiable enjoyment. When that happens, what will your reaction be? And do you think you'll even recognize that nothing else will ever match it ever?
0: I mean, I'll be ecstatic that I played the best video game I'm ever going to play. (laughs) This is some high concept. I I
1: don't think you'll know.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know how you already happened.
1: It could have. For all we know, it's every game at this point is going to be worse than what we've experienced already. I mean, I guess it kind of already is because isn't like the best games when you're like a teenager?
2: I mean i kind of felt that way about bayonetta so
3: mm.
1: you feel like a teenager when you're playing Bayonetta,
0: don't we all i
1: get it i, I totally yeah. get it <laughs> yeah i just don't think i mean i think the closest may have been like maybe playing something like breath of the wild just knowing like this is an extremely special game But I don't I don't think I would even know. Uh what video game console have you homebrewed the most, if any? None. None.
2: Uh NES, I guess.
3: Okay. Sure.
1: Uh, now that you're a retired Quidditch star, Sean, what are some of the highlights of your playing career? Bonus points if you have video footage to show. I don't have video footage on me, but there definitely is game footage on the internet. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. It's probably just like winning some like very specific games. I know one of the last games I played before COVID, we like beat this one team that we'd never been able to beat. That's here in the Bay Area. That was pretty exciting. I had a real good moment. There was an Arizona tournament where it was getting real late at night, but the tournament officials wanted to, like, fit these few games in so that they didn't have to start, like, behind schedule in the morning. It was a two-day tournament. So we, we had just finished playing this one game that lasted, like, a really long time, and we won that one. It just took, like, forever to catch the snitch so, like, the game didn't end. And then they were like, can you please play one more game? And we were super tired because we had just like given it all playing this long game. We were like, fine, we'll, we'll play the other game to keep your schedule going. And we won that game while we were down in points. But I caught the snitch to win it like in like a second. Oh, it was so cool. The whole my whole team would like just blew up. That was a real cool moment. Honestly, the best moments, though, were just like traveling with your team you just like road tripping with them or flying to a new city and having like a super fun weekend with your team and, you know, going out for just way too much pizza after the tournament. Cause you've been like barely eating and just r- sprinting like for six hours straight. Um, uh, Those are some of like the best ones. There's a really great Portland tournament that, that I'll always remember and stuff like that.
0: Cool. No More Spiros writes, What's the best song composed for a mundane circumstance? And the answer is some Monster Hunter cooking music. Um, I was going to say the Snake Eater uh, theme song when you turn in the ladder. The ladder, yeah. That wasn't composed f- for the circumstance, it was just used on. You it. don't know that? Yeah, it was obviously composed for the intro.
1: You don't know that? I like to believe it was composed for that ladder, and they were like, You know what? This is good <laughs> enough to be the intro.
2: <laughs> I like his canon too, I'm not going to lie. I kind of think it was Sean on this one.
1: Uh, I'll also say whatever the name of that um, deadly premonition song that just plays life when is you're beautiful, just like that was going to be my like, answer. life is yeah, beautiful yeah. when you're having like d- dinner that first night and it's
0: just too loud. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good one.
2: Uh, Rasterman writes in and says, have you ever been cautious or afraid of starting a game because of a nagging feeling that you might drop it halfway through? In my case, RPGs in general, as well as the story-rich ones, fit that description, mainly due to time constraints. Yeah, kind of the same for me. RPGs are a big time commitment now, and I don't yep. always have the time for them.
1: <clears throat> yep. I definitely get that with RPGs. I also get something similar th- that's on with our, with our podcast schedule, where if it's like yep. Wednesday or Thursday, I'll try not to start a new game because it's like, Yeah, well, I don't want to, like, talk about it on the show because I will have, like, barely played it. It'd be better if I saved it for, like, next week's show. So why don't I just play something else for right now and then I'll start it up right after the show. I definitely do that a lot. Sure. The Phantom Aegis writes, good day, TDP crew. Within some areas of the world, school is beginning once more. Do you have any memor- any memories of playing video games during school instead of schoolwork or homework? Oh God! Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> I've got I've gotten Game Boys confiscated at school before.
1: What were you doing? Oh, okay, like hiding I it was under your desk it during or- class. <laughs> okay,
2: I got in trouble because my mom worked at that school, so the teachers were like, "I'm just gonna literally walk down the hall and tell your mom."
0: Snitches, <laughs> man. What about you, Paul? Snitches, dude. Um. Yeah, TI-83 calculators playing, like, Drug Wars for a while. There was a version of Mario Snake just all the time playing shit on my calculator. Okay. I never did the
1: calculator stuff. I don't think I knew anyone that did the calculator stuff. Um, I had a pretty cool school, so there was definitely days where I, like, brought an entire rock band setup in. Okay. Um... It would usually be like near the end of the year. I'll just ask like my it was like computer class. I'd be like, hey, you know, next week, can I bring in my 360 and a full rock band set? And, you know, if I finish my work, can I hook it up to the projector and play rock band while kids are finishing their assignments? And he'd be like, yeah, OK. <laughs> so that was definitely cool. Yeah, I brought in I brought in rock band to a lot of classes and just hooked it up to like the projectors. The and awesome. stuff. of awesome. Yeah,
0: nice.
2: We used to at the University of Calgary, we would find a room that had like no lectures going on for the rest of the day. And we would just try to take over the projectors and just play a bunch of games on like the big projectors there. That was fun.
1: We did that once in university. It was like my dorm floor was like, hey, let's have a rock band competition. And we were split up into, you know, different groups and whatnot. And I was totally ready to just like fucking smoke these other kids because most of the people signing up were just like, oh, yeah. Video games are fun. I'll play some rock band. Whereas I'm like, yo, rock, rock band is a lifestyle. Yeah. Okay? I brought a full rock band kit to my dorm room that barely fits a bed and a desk. I used a DJ hero table as an end table so that I could fit it somewhere. <laughs> um, so I was ready to just smoke them. They wouldn't let us uh-huh. calibrate it. And we lost in like 10 seconds.
0: Mm. Dumb. Dumb. whereas
1: everyone else who was playing on medium it didn't matter that the calibration went off because there was so few notes that you could like miss a bunch of them and it was just fine whereas i'm yeah. like fucking put it on expert let's go lost in like 10 seconds and i was like can we <laughs> calibrate this no there's no time moving on to the next group and i was like the fuck there's no time it would benefit all of us what the hell <laughs> have some respect for your competition ma'am mrs r.a <laughs> This is a joke.
0: <laughs> uh, Rinku writes, "What is the oldest save data of a game you have and can access?" Um, uh, probably have a cartridge somewhere with a save on it from my. That's childhood. the thing is, like,
1: I have real old cartridges. I don't know if the save is like still intact. Yeah. And I don't some yeah, know of mine are
2: dead. dead. The batteries have died in some of mine. I'm gonna say probably Final Fantasy Three. I think that save still works.
0: Yeah, I have a bunch of PlayStation one memory cards on my desk here. I've been meaning to do something with. Yeah, I think the oldest game I
1: even have in this apartment is maybe like a DS game, so it's not even that old. I'm sure the save is fine. Um, My real old stuff is back at my parents, so I wouldn't even know how to check right
3: now. Yeah.
2: uh john would you like to read this already, one from line yeah sorry i didn't i mean was already back to me um lineback writes in and says what's your favorite moments from playing jackbox games the probably from the first one just hanging out uh, mm. with a group of friends eight of us playing uh, fibbage one
1: sure yeah yeah i do feel kind of at this point it's like diminishing results um yeah Honestly, some of my favorites are watching, like, the Giant Bomb crew play it. That's probably that I've laughed the most. <laughs> Compared, not that I've had, like, bad times with friends, but just, like, some of the biggest laughs have been watching, like, some funny
0: people playing the game. Uh, For me, it's always you don't know Jack. That's always been my favorite thing. Uh, otherwise, feel- there's one specific moment during uh, TKO where me and somebody else both did a Sanic shirt and they both went up against each other weirdly, like coincidentally out of nowhere. And it was like the funniest fucking moment. Nice.
1: Yeah. TKO, yeah, definitely a great one. I've had, if if someone can nail the rapping robot one, that's always just awesome to see. That's a but hard it's, one. Yeah. It's so rare. Um, yeah. I do think that You Don't Know Jack is like, it's the easiest to have some like just crazy funny stuff happens. Cause the writing is just so good. Like you don't need to be around people that are funny. Cookie Masterson will take you on a comedy journey and you will <laughs> thank him at the end of it and ask for another round. Sure. The joiner writes the king of creators tournament has just been announced and each of you have just received an invitation by letter. It's a three-person tag team tournament. So which two creators are you bringing <clears throat> with you? No, you can't say each other. That's too easy. Is this like a fighting tournament?
2: Yeah, <laughs> what is king of creators in this case? Are we like, I don't content know, know. Content creators?
1: Maybe I, I'm going to, why don't, for the sake of this question, we don't know what it is. So you have to try and pick like someone who's good at a lot of stuff, or you could oh, pick God. someone who specializes at fighting and, and, yeah, and like, then hope there's a battle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well in case there's a physical element sean but it's too easy. Uh, <laughs> you can't pick
1: each other he said so you have to pick your next strongest friend i will take the the title of your strongest friend that's fine
2: <laughs> that's probably true to be fair uh hmm
0: i don't know man uh the thing is is i don't Really follow many creators, like just in general.
1: Okay, well, just make it like um, um, fantasy football. Like, who's your fantasy team you want?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna say Jerma, the guy who did that live dollhouse last week. That he literally had a game oh, of okay. the Sims. Like he he was the Sim, and he had like an actual like set done in a studio and the wow. audience, the viewers could actually control what he did okay. through like a polling system. Like they could literally like, he would earn money and they would buy things for him and they could place where they wanted in the actual house, like in the Sims. So they routinely like kept trying to lock him into rooms or like drop stuff on him. He had to eat, he had to use the washroom, he had to bathe, stuff like that, he had to work. It was interesting.
1: I definitely saw like someone, screenshots someone and that headline. Creative, Yeah, I didn't know um, the name, but cool.
2: German 95 or something like
1: that. I'm going to pick that guy who kept playing, like, Overwatch with, like, weird controllers, like a banana and stuff. Oh,
2: yeah, that's a good one, too, yeah. I'm going to pick
1: that guy.
0: I've been watching this freestyle rapper named Harry Mack a lot. Okay. I, I just love the way that guy is able to, like, come up with just crazy shit off the top of the head. Okay. So. If there's a lyrical component, I think I win, like my team wins let's, automatically. Let's pick
1: three <laughs> each. Let's like make a team. So don't include yourself. John, what's your number two?
2: As much as I hate him. <laughs> oh, no. Oh,
1: OK. <laughs> ooh, ooh, OK. What is I got to know the thought process here?
2: Because if you need someone who's in your face but knows to actually like how to work an audience, even if it's negatively, okay, okay, that'll that'll be that's a good choice. Sure, is
0: a good choice.
1: Okay, I'm gonna pick Sean Evans from Hot Ones. Oh God, damn it! That's a good choice. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. Someone did say T Pain is a streamer. You could pick T Pain. I could. Or, like, Gary Witta. I'm just putting names out there. Yeah, I'm just saying names. <laughs> the granny that plays uh, Skyrim.
0: Man, I guess this just goes to show how little I.
1: Jack Black <laughs> has a YouTube channel.
0: Oh, God. Don't. Yeah, I do not want to be anywhere near Jack Black. I'm going to say one. Maximilian dude in case there's a fighting game thing. I like that guy, too. Okay. That's dope. And John,
1: you're number three.
2: Oh, I had to pick a third one. Shit. Uh, oh.
0: oh, I have my third. I have my third. Ninja. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, why not?
1: <laughs> uh, My third is going to be whatever the, like, program is for Twitch Plays Pokemon. So So I want I want a robot that's (laughs) just that. I I want an algorithm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'll say whatever physical manifestation of the algorithm that allows
0: Twitch to play Pokemon. My third choice is Adam Savage, because that guy seems like resourceful as fuck. That that'd be pretty good. Sure. That's like a MacGyver. You just got yourself. Yeah. Nice. Okay, like yeah, I have duct tape and like some hair. Let's build a robot
1: <laughs> <laughs> killing robot.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. We're back to me, right? Yes. I'm just trying to find where we are. Cause I had to look up who I follow. Okay. VGC Kenny, what games have you played where you think this needs a sequel, but for gameplay or mechanical improvements rather than just story continuation, Although that can be a factor, too. Just not the only or main one. I feel like we say one of these like every month.
1: Like, I can't wait for the second one in these. Um, I say 12 minutes. I would like a sequel that has nothing to do with that story and that they it's improve the mechanics. Minutes. Sure. Actually, with the with the way the mechanics work in 12 minutes, 24 minutes would be a nightmare unless they fix some stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
3: That's a good hmm. answer. I'm totally
1: blanking, but I just, I know we're always like, I can't wait for the God second hand. one. This was such a good. Oh, God
0: Hand's a great answer.
2: Come on, God Hand. Mm-hmm. That's
0: a great answer. Dodgeball Academia. I would like to see a better Everhood. I think that game is pretty cool. I think they could tighten up a lot of things and do some cool new ideas. Okay.
1: And John, with the last question.
2: Decoy Troy, how do you feel about game series that have plot or lore in other mediums, movies, TV, shows, manga, specifically when a future game in the series expects you to have seen those other mediums? I assume this is coming up somewhat because of No More Heroes three, because No More Heroes three uh, originally kind of advertised Travis Strikes Again as not important or like a side story, and then it turns out it actually has some important important plot elements. So,
1: oh, it's not a different medium, though.
2: Yeah, that's the only downside, though. because like, like with
1: build. that ex- with that example, Psychonauts two kind of fits that bill, but it's not another medium. So the one that
0: I go back to that I hate is that Nier, uh, it has two stage plays that tie directly into the canon of Onomata uh, that are only in Japanese and a book uh, of short stories that also tie into that universe. And like, that's neat in theory, but how the f- fuck am I going to see a Japanese stage play to get that part? Well, are you a true start? fan? No, not yeah. enough to, like, learn Japanese, go to Japan and try to find that thing. Well, this yeah. is a personal problem. I guess so. I feel like most of the time when this does happen, the sequ- the
1: future sequel in question usually touches on what you need to know because they don't want to leave you in the dark.
2: Well, ideally, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yokotaro doesn't give a fuck about you. He'll leave you in the dark for sure. Well, I just don't think they'll make it plot critical, right? Um, <laughs> you i will say that you still enjoy the stuff that is there but you would get more out of it knowing some of that stuff of I course think. right and
1: that yeah. that's that's kind of the, the 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 good part is like you'll get more out of it if you did all this other stuff because you know you're kind of rewarded for that but i don't i don't think any creator is gonna like say i am making this sequel just for the fans of the first one and i don't want any other people to give me money for that game like, usually most of the time they they want new audience every single time, right? Yeah.
2: <clears throat> so they'll catch you up.
1: Either way, I think I'm typically fine with it, especially because if you do like it, then you got a lot of other cool things you can, like, branch out and enjoy that are connected to it. I'm, and that's fun.
2: I think it depends to a point. Like, it gets a bit intimidating with, say, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, sure. <laughs>
1: Yeah. 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 Yep. But um that that's true, coming in late. But on the other side of it though, like if you stick with it, it is so rewarding seeing all the Easter eggs and, and seeing how everything kind of unfolds and the references.
3: It's a trip for sure. Yep.
2: And John,
1: with the second and the other, other half, question.
2: says, "What are your favorite video game villain rants?" I still laugh at Pagan Min's rant about who's lighting all of these candles in Far Cry Four. Uh, I like the weird soliloquy drama cutscene from Devil May Cry Four between Dante and one of the characters. That one's really good. Uh, Doctor Nefarious usually has some goofy ones from Ratchet and Clank.
1: I like um. What's the dude? The final boss in *Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance*.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god, yeah.
1: He's like shouting about like American Sen- and military. Senator
2: Armstrong is a great choice. That,
1: that's a very good one. Anything come to mind for you, Paul?
3: Nope.
1: Okay, that's going to do it for questions this week. If you'd like to send in questions for next week, it's top down at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the discord channel, or John's PO box. What is your game of the week?
2: Final Fantasy X, I guess
1: 14 for me. Mine is psychonauts two. All right. Uh, the new game for TDP plus for September is super Mario brothers. You probably what? haven't heard. You probably <laughs> haven't heard about it a bit before. It's, Kind of a small game.
0: I can't um, wait to get to it. I've been yeah, looking so, forward to that game for thirty-five years. <laughs> yeah,
1: can't wait. It's gonna be good. Looking for all the great lore that's gonna come out of that. Um, Super Mario Brothers won L. by a landslide.
0: What? Oh really?
1: <laughs> yeah, wow. like right. like half the votes <laughs> went to
0: that game. Oh wow! What I the didn't realize. Fuck? i thought maybe like a couple over i didn't realize nope. it was that big
1: no I got. Oh. i think yeah we got a lot of votes this week for some reason and then a lot of the votes went to super mario brothers
3: weird um, All right. right after this okay. we're gonna go
1: live with our anti-chamber episode so if you're at the appropriate tier you can stay tuned for that otherwise check out the archive afterwards otherwise we will see you guys next week bye
3: bye everybody see ya